So uh, the story starts with a woman. Her name is Marissa Negro, and she works at Per Se in New York. The New York version of the French Laundry. It has three Michelin stars, and no fucking way, really. Maurice is about to lose his mind. It's the third most expensive restaurant in the world. When was, <laughs> when was the, <laughs> sorry, this, this this question is so okay. When was the first time that you fell in love? <laughs> also, 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 the average guest spends eight hundred and fifty-one dollars. Um, I think when I was nineteen. Nineteen. Wow. Can you just can you describe that moment? Um. Well, at first, I really disliked the person, actually, and then it turned into a friendship, close friendship, and then when I realized, oh, I actually like you more than I ever thought I would. So, hold up. So, you initially, you initially disliked this person? Absolutely. Why? <laughs> he was, he asked me out, and I was like, oh, God, no, absolutely not. Yeah. Like, I'll be your friend, and then he got really upset with me because he didn't want to be my friend. <laughs> every, every, every guy's, uh, every guy's reality, basically. Yeah. And yeah. then, then friendship like we had a lot of mutual friends so then we hung out um and then that's when i was kind of like oh damn it i'm in love with him i'm your host monish and you're listening you're listening you're listening to moonwalk so i want to bring it back to kevin uh hey kevin hello kevin tell me why you're here i have zero technical skills and i want to learn how to code Okay, so say you want to learn... Graphic design. Calculus. Computer programming. How to write good. Public speaking. Theoretical physics. Cooking. Uh, how to take out the bone of a chicken wing so that when you eat the chicken wing, you don't have to deal with the bone. It's, it's a totally real thing. Look it up. Uh, Kevin showed me how to do it. So, Kevin, can you actually... So, you just twist the bone out of the chicken wing. You have to break off... Electronic one music production. Machine learning. Acting. Singing. Dancing. Washing dishes properly. So, how do you learn a skill? I have no fucking clue. On this podcast, we're going to talk about a secret. And it's the same secret that got Marissa to go from... I really disliked the person, actually. To... Oh, I actually like you more than I ever thought I would. And got me and Kevin to go from hating cooking to actually looking forward to it. Right? Right. Right? Right. Right. Okay, music! Marissa Negro is a pastry chef, and she got a degree in baking and pastry arts management. Yes, that's a real degree. <laughs> <laughs> but she learned. Just like you learned how to work a remote control and do algebra, there was a specific cognitive process that... Made her go from cake beginner to cake god. But if you ask her when she fell in love with baking cakes, she can't really remember. Like, there wasn't, I can't just tell you, one point of my life where I was like, oh, I made a cake, and then I just fell in love with it. It was mm-hmm. like... I went to my grandparents, both my parents were working, so they would drop me off with my grandparents and be cooking with my great-grandma, and I just have a lot of really good memories associated with cooking, and I can remember just like sitting on the couch, being five years old, watching Mm -hmm. Martha with my grandma, and I just thought that, like, I didn't want to go outside and 
play, I was like, I like this. Like, not a normal child. <laughs> People say, I was born for that skill. I was born to bake cakes and make truffles and eat white chocolate, and I'll die on a lemon tart if I have to. But what if that was wrong? I have zero technical skills, and I want to learn how to code. Kevin wants to learn how to code, so we're going to improve Kevin's learning plan, even though he doesn't have one. Essentially, we're going to see if chefs can teach us how to computer program. First suggestion is easy and most important. Repetition. 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 So, cooking and baking pastry, it's definitely a hands-on skill and job. Yeah. So with that, it's all repetition. 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 And don't ever master a craft until you've done it a hundred times. Yeah. Like, so there's certain things that I haven't done enough, then I'm still not good at it. But I've made ice cream a hundred times, and I can do that no problem. Yeah. And it's just because I've done it so many times. Yeah. And I've seen things go wrong, and then I've seen it go right. So mm -hmm. I know what to look for. So, yeah, I'm just going to ask a question and then we can both figure it out, but I'll ask you questions because I want to get your thoughts. I don't want it to be like, yeah, yeah. oh, well, the research tells you that all, all right? So I'm going to ask questions. All right, so real quick, so why do you think re repetition is so important? You think because it's, cause it's fun? It's Yeah, like everybody could, just are, loves repeating the same yeah, thing. Repeating stuff is just great. That's what it really makes you fall in love. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. No, so you have a job. You're working sales at Alliance Media starting tomorrow. Yep. Uh what so what how much time do you have really realistically? Um so I have about 21 hours a week of structured work right now, which is insanely Yeah, yeah. Uh, open. Um right, including right. class and then I, I mean you could you could do anything. You I could, could probably scuba I could diving, coding and yeah, you could become weeks. a <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um so that being said, I would feel comfortable right off the bat, just devoting time to learning a new skill, maybe like an hour a day, um, an hour somewhere a day. between an hour and two hours a day. I don't want to do more yeah. just because I, I, I know that I'm going to overload myself if I do. And well, I don't think it's a reasonable expectation for. I feel like that's the, the main problem is that people try to do too much. So they can't handle all at once initially. Right. Like just do something that fits into your schedule that makes sense that like. Like if it can't yeah. fit easily into your schedule and into your life, it's probably not going to fit at all. Right. right? No, I agree. Um, so they're like, all right, I'm going to learn computer programming. I'm going to do seven hours of code. I'm going to do 25 like, fucking hours a day. <laughs> yeah. Remember that secret? The same secret that got Marissa to fall in love? Most people think that they're born to love a skill, that there's love at first sight. But what if that was wrong? And then I have a question. Did you just make smothered pork with green beans and then immediately just... No, I was stuck on, like, I, like, like, I wanted that... to be a CEO of a Fortune 500 company. That was, like, that was my jam in college. And I looked at cooking, yeah. even though I had started doing it, yeah. I was like, oh, this is domestic. Like, you know, it's fun, but, like, it's just, it's cooking. Like, I wanted to be a businesswoman, like a, a top CEO, like working for like craft yeah. or, or some 
and business like that. I think those were the companies that were popping uh, or Pfizer mm-hmm. or something <laughs> when I was in college. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah but yeah. then, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I started cooking more and more and I started just enjoying the feeling of like instant gratification with me cooking and giving my food to other people and them enjoying it. That was like the best feeling ever. And I was like, I'm not going to get this yeah. like doing ad sales. All right, Monish, play your argument, guy. Here's my theory. So this is based off of like actual empirical studies, but also like anecdotally, I've seen this in my own life. So for me, there seems if you want to say there's a skill you want to pick up, you want to pick up graphic design, you want to pick up uh, cooking, you want to pick up how to write better, coding, whatever. There seems to be two camps, right? One is that you are initially, in the, whether it was from your childhood or even like right now, there's an interest to you, right? Like you're just like, oh man, like if I could just learn how to make like a truffle, like oh, that would show them, like right? That would. That would <laughs> they don't know. <laughs> yeah, they don't know. <laughs> so there, there's that. Like when you're a kid, you're just like, man, I want to cook. I want to do this, and you you fall in love with the idea. You haven't actually done anything yet, but you've fallen in love with the idea. And then there's the second camp, right? Which is, I don't really care that much about it. I'm not obsessed with it. It's not my passion. It's, I don't, there's no sense of me. There's nothing that's drawing me into it. But for whatever reason, I do it. I, I have to pick up the skill, right? I learn it. And then I actually get good at the skill. I actually generate competence in that domain. And then as that whole process is unfolding, you actually naturally fall in love with it, right? And what's interesting is that it almost tracks, this idea tracks with your own, the person that you fell in love with when you were 19. Like initially you were like, eh, next, right? Like, and then, and then sort of, <laughs> yeah. And then sort of, as you got to know him, blah, 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 blah. You went on a date with him, saw a movie, went to Quiznos. Then, oh, I actually like you more than I ever thought I, I would. Started to slowly and gradually fall in love with them. And I have noticed that with very, so when I started cooking, look, cooking is awesome to me now, but when I started, could not give a shit about cooking. Didn't care about who was on the cooking channel, didn't care about or who was on the food network, didn't care about what the CIA was, didn't really care what mise en place was, didn't, 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 it had no, like, I was just like, yo, like, there's people that make me food and I just have I to just give them a burger, yeah, 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 but now, now me and Kevin have been cooking somewhat extensively this, uh, this semester with sort of the intention of learning and picking up the actual craft of cooking so that we can impress, like, women and guys yeah yeah and 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 also make food for ourselves and it's really been awesome and i i I can tell you by the amount of cookbooks that i've picked up it's kind of disgusting like i have thousands of cookbooks and they all i've gotten them is this semester right um so i'm curious what your thoughts are in relation to your own cooking journey on those two modes of learning something you can definitely i've definitely met a lot of people that I can I understand your the two different sides. So maybe the biggest hack to learning something in as little time as possible isn't being born to love it. It's learning to love it in the first place. I really disliked the person, actually. Marissa didn't like the guy she fell in love with initially. 
When you first start learning something, you have no skill, no competence. The literature is pretty clear. You aren't going to like it. But that's where the period where you're uncomfortable is so crucial. Learning anything and sucking at anything, it, it's terrible. Like You just feel like shit and it's never easy to learn anything or become better at anything. It's always, I mean, whether it's training for a marathon or studying for a test, like that process of in between sucks and you have to devote so much time and energy and it's with anything if you want to be better at something. This has huge implications because even if you don't like something, if you push past the uncomfortable stage, you'll fall in love. Let's bring it back to Eris. Yeah, so Eris Johnson worked at restaurant Gordon Ramsay at London, so she is a certified badass. I would say cook things that you like to eat. So, like, say you go to a restaurant, and, like, I do this personally as a chef. If I go to a restaurant and there's something that I just really, really enjoy, like, the first thing I'm doing is, like, okay, let's see what's in this. Or maybe let me read the menu description again to see what's in this dish. And then I'm like, okay, I'm going to go home and I'm going to recreate this dish. So if it's something that you like to eat or if it's one thing that Mm -hmm. you like to eat, start there and then master that. So let's say it's something as simple as hamburgers. Like, you need to be able to make the best goddamn hamburger in the world if that's your favorite food. And here's Lucasin, owner of Junzi Kitchen. Um... I still believe that um, cooking is more about sort of like the curiosity of it um, and like mm. building flavor and just like putting things together that make sense and are fun, yeah. um, especially for kids, I would imagine. Um, so instead of being like, hey, practice this technique in this amount of time for the blah, 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 I would just like open the fridge and be like, hey, I am like pretty hungry. Aren't you hungry? Let's um, make something. And they open yeah. the fridge and be like, okay, cool, that's chicken thigh, cool, um, uh, miso is kind of cool. Oh, I also have this like other thing, like, what is this? And they're like, oh, that's like basically miso. It's called doenjang, it's like Korean yeah. fermented soybean paste. And it's like, right. oh, I know how to use miso, how do I use this other thing? Or, hey, we don't have soy sauce, what else can we use? And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, well, salt is salty. And they're like, oh, no, but I want like a brown color. And it's like, hey, balsamic vinegar gives you brown color too. So like all these like little like messing around, I think that would mm-hmm. be the most valuable yeah. way to teach how to cook and at the end of the day that's yeah that's how i teach children how to cook but that's also yeah. how i teach like 30 year old single dudes how to cook also you know <laughs> yeah. open the fridge like figure out what equipment you have and let's just try something after you teach 30 year old single dudes how to cook do they immediately get married like two weeks later what's your success rate <laughs> yeah, yeah, they several can. weeks yeah they, <laughs> yeah. They, yeah their market value goes up a lot i have zero technical skills and I want to learn how to code. Okay, so Eris talks about basically eating foods you like. So essentially, how, how we're going to translate this co- to coding is you have to eat your code. You have to eat your computer, right? I mean, you're, <laughs> that's, 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 the, uh, that's the goal, right? Uh, Take a bite straight out of the keyboard. Yeah. So essentially what I think she means here is that, okay, so you have like an external product, right? Like you are producing something. You're producing like a lemon tart, right? And you like lemon tarts. In the same way, I think for for your plan, what are you trying to make? Like is there, so right, you have no plan, right? No, it doesn't exist. It doesn't exist, right? So what, what, 
like in your head, like what do you want to do? Like, do you, are, is it just like I want to code, and like, or is it just like an actual like? Is there? Hold on. Is there anything in your head? Like, how, can, is there's you have nothing no in my head, <laughs> bro. There's nothing. There's nothing in your head as far as a plan, but like, there's got there's something. Right? Well, okay, so learning JavaScript specifically is based on like very just like a, a couple of hours of, of very rough research on, on which, which is a good beginner language to learn. Um, so this is my thing with, with computer programming. Like I, I don't really know how it works at all. Like, I, I mean, I've taken, I've taken <laughs> yeah, like yeah, a CS, everybody. <laughs> I've yeah, taken a CS yeah. class before where I, I either actually, I either have a, I learned Java or JavaScript. I'm not quite sure which one it was, but so I, I see like the, a, a very simple application of it. Like I built some sort of a, um, like a card game or some shit like that. I don't, I don't remember yeah, exactly yeah, what it was. Yeah, you're, you're not that good. So don't like, right. yeah. Okay. I didn't do yeah. anything. I mean, I mean, you're actually, okay. My partner did so. it. <laughs> yeah. Um, right. so when I think of, when I think of programming, I just think of like app development or, um, web well, development. Uh, and hold on. When you want to, like, you're like, dude, I want to, I want to, I just, I, like, you've, you've told me this on the couch, right? You're like, dude, I want to learn how to program. Like, what do you see yourself making? I think that the easiest actual application I can think of is, like, web development. Like, like, so, like, so, so make a really, yeah, developing, like, developing a really sick website. And that's something okay. that I obviously could do and would have real world utility for myself. If I, if I actually built my own website to house any sort of yeah. projects I want to put on it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I really don't really, I don't really know the, the breadth of uh, JavaScript and what you can accomplish exclusively learning well, that language. Well, so you can do, you can totally, so I've done a little bit of preliminary research on JavaScript because I was interested in it as well, but uh, you can totally make a website in JavaScript. Uh, what about, so I don't know about you, but tell me, tell me if this is true. So when you're working toward an exciting project, the actual learning of the tactics, the techniques, and actually the building blocks of learning are, are much, it's much more fun. And it's like, it's so much, because you're practically applying it, right? Like mm-hmm. in school, like somehow there's, there's external incentives, right? You have to, you know, you have to go to class, you have to, you're getting graded on your work and all, there's so many external incentives that are sort of killing like the joy. grades, man. I don't like but, <laughs> Yeah. Man, I don't like those F's, dog. Nah, like, I ain't like those right. D's. Yeah, yeah, right. So it kind of kills the joy out of like learning. Like even if you took a computer science, uh, a computer programming class, and you take class, it can kind of kill it a little bit. But if you have your own project and you make a project that gets you excited, um, I feel like that would inject a lot of enthusiasm into your own learning project and you'd be, you'd be working towards something because you'd see like, holy shit, I'm actually making something. I just don't have like a ton of facts in my head. Right. Right. What What if you own KevinSanji.com, right? Yeah. What if you just made it absolutely sick? Like that was your goal. Like yeah, to actually yeah, make really a specific, sweet. a specific, like, so the whole time you're like, you're learning JavaScript, but the end, end, like the end of like 30 days or 60 days or whatever time frame you feel like is comfortable for you, you could make a cool, like I'll help you design it. Like, you know, I got some design chaps, so I'll help you like actually lay out the design, but like, it's just a cool portfolio of your work. And then it can be like, you can be like, my name is Kevin Sanji. I don't do anything, but uh, I have no skills. Like, Goodbye. <laughs> I have no skills, but <laughs> I made this website. All right. 
Uh, and then and then you could make it, and then it, you could completely you could I don't know you could make cool animation like Kevin Sanji could like pop out of your yeah my face could like, like yeah yeah and then it like yeah, yeah, it also three yeah, yeah. D prints my face and like yeah, yeah. into your lap <laughs> yeah. as you're yeah, it's visiting also, my website <laughs> it's also an artificial it's also AI so <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, it takes right. over the computer of whoever like, it's a virus that's what I, I want to code yeah, a, a virus like, I want to infect anybody that goes <laughs> to my website. <laughs> Say we had four weeks to learn as much cooking as we could, right? What specifically, brass tacks, like playing out our Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday for each week, what would we be doing? What we, what should we be focusing on? Should we be trying to make very complicated meals? Should we be making very basic meals? Should we be trying to, like, what, 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 what would, how would you structure a learning plan? Feel free to be as like, you know, just specific as possible. I would do, so like, I think every day would be something very specific. Like Monday, we're gonna make cookies. And then Tuesday, we're gonna make cake. And then Thursday, we're just gonna make pie dough. And then Saturday, I don't even know. This sounds like a great weight gain program as well. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Um, And Friday, we're gonna be 70 pounds overweight. (laughs) (laughs) Massive diet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, hashtag my life. Moonwalk is hosted and produced by me, Monisha Narajan, and co-hosted by Kevin Saji. Editing direction was by Kevin Sanji, Jared Sport, and Justine Brum. A big thanks to guests Maria Negro, Eris Johnson, and Lucas Sin. You can find links to all of them in the show notes, and uh, they make pretty incredible food. Music is by Poddington Bear and Eater Dub. For more on rapid skill acquisition, check out Scott Young's blog, as well as the book The First 20 Hours by Josh Kaufman. Thanks again for, you know, everything, uh, listening to the podcast. And if you want to check out more, go to moonwalkpodcast.com. This is Moonwalk, the show on how to moonwalk your 20s. I'm Monish and this is me, signing off. Moonwalk.